0: hey what's up everybody for your fix of fitness health life and laughs you know where it's at that's right it's at the podcast with your host yours truly adam pullman what is up you quarantined party animals welcome to this episode of the podcast where we're talking about 10 things you can do to help your body fight coronavirus. Uh, it could be knocking at your door. You don't know. I don't want you to freak out. I'm not freaking out. Um, but it is, it is possible you have been around it or you could be around it. So you want to make sure that your body is set up um, and prepared to absolutely fight this virus. All right. So make sure you tune into this episode for 10 things you can do to help your body fight it. All right. If you enjoy this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know that it's okay, they're likely not going to die, and there are some tangible things that they can do to make sure um, their body is ready to fight that virus. So share this episode, let them know that this is also the place that they can get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Uh, if you have a question that you would like to have answered on the show, here's how you do it. So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. You can find me there on my story every single Sunday. So this is airing on a Friday. Um, In a couple days here, you will see a question box on my story that says, Ask Me a Question. That is your green light to ask as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. Uh, I'll answer them shortly on the story and then in long form in detail here on the show. So that's how that works. Last thing before we get going, if you want free resources, uh, a couple of free guides on protein, building better arms, and an ebook on how to build a faster metabolism, all of those things as well as several articles are available for free. You can download those guides and that ebook at PullmanFitness.com/free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N Fitness.com/free. The year is 2020. We all thought everything was going to be okay, uh, but then in the middle of March, out of nowhere, it turns into a shit show. We've got coronavirus going around. People are wearing masks. People are buying toilet paper um, like never before. And everybody is having an absolute conniption, all right? So here's the thing. We need to prep for this coronavirus. I am on the side that's like, "Eh, I'm not going to worry about it much. Uh, You know, I I eat healthy, I work out. If I get the coronavirus, I get to spend two weeks at home kind of doing nothing. That doesn't sound horrible uh, to me. Now, I understand that I'm not in the same position as everybody else, and you might be freaking out a little bit more than I am, but this is just your reminder to calm down, all right? This episode is going to help you calm down because we're going to go through 10 tangible things that you can implement, like literally today, in order to help you fight that coronavirus, all right? So, speaking of not having an absolute meltdown, the first thing I want to talk about is stress. When your body is stressed out, it takes a hit on your immune system. Okay, your immune system takes a hit. It's going to be um, depressed. It's not going to work as well. And so managing your stress is going to be extremely important. Now, finding some healthy ways to manage stress is going to be a huge help. Uh, But in addition to that, you also want to make sure you find ways to uh, negate uh, or I should say ignore the stress that is likely to happen in your life. So, for example, uh, if you likely stress yourself out by checking your emails first thing in the morning when you wake up and that puts you in in a mood that is not good and you're stressed out the whole rest of the day, don't do that. Set some time aside to check emails later on. If there's an individual that stresses you out during your day, don't spend much time with them. Whatever it is that's in your life, you want to avoid stress as much as possible. And if there is stress that comes about, you want to react to it well. Make the the stress as short term as possible. You don't want to dwell on things, expose yourself to chronic stress, because that's going to make your immune system uh, work ineffectively. All right. So that's the first thing. Second thing uh, are the basics like food and water. Okay. You need to continue to eat well. There are so many micronutrients, vitamins, and minerals that your immune system needs, that your body needs to help fight off viruses, infections, bacteria, and things like that. So it's very important that you are eating a very colorful diet full of nutrient-dense foods from different types of meats to different types of fruits, veggies, and things like that. Okay, this is not the time to be consuming a diet that is really highly processed. You want to make sure you're getting plenty of vitamins and minerals in. And then you also want to make sure you're hydrating, okay? Um, if you are not good at drinking enough water, now is the time to create a habit, all right? What do I, what I recommend normally for most individuals is about 0.55 uh, ounces of water per pound of body weight a day, okay? That's a very general recommendation. You'll see a lot of people out there recommending like a gallon of water a day for everybody. I think that's a little bit too much, especially for some individuals. So 0.55 ounces per pound of body weight seems to work pretty well. Uh, And aim for that every single day. Make sure you are hydrated. your pee should be pretty close to clear most of the day because you're well hydrated, okay? So keep on top of those two things uh, because as we go into the other things like supplements, added benefits, uh, you're not gonna get much out of those if you're not taking care of the foundation of the basics like your nutrition and uh, your water, all right? So the first one is stress. Second one is uh, covering the basics of nutrition, food and water. And then the third one is gonna be sleep, all right? So you gotta make sure you're getting plenty of sleep. Hopefully, if you're not, you know, in your normal work environment or you're working from home, you might be in a situation where you're less, um, you know, stressed out, more relaxed. You might be able to sleep in a little bit. Take advantage of that, okay? Your your body and your immune system needs proper recovery, and that happens when you are sleeping. Uh, to, to make your sleep experience better, I've talked about this in another episode, but it's all about, uh, it's not all about, it's mostly about how you prepare your yourself before you go to bed, so your, your nightly uh, routine couple hours before bed, you're turning off all the lights, you're using some sort of like salt lamp or candles, some sort of low dimmed light. Um, You're letting your body know that, hey, the sun is down and it's time to be going to bed soon. So you can start increasing or producing, I should say, that melatonin uh, and kind of bringing those stress hormones down. That way your body can be in a restful state once your head hits the pillow, uh, you are out. All right, so you want to reduce the light, wear some blue light blocking glasses uh, and if not, you know, completely re- minimize and eliminate, you know, TV, electronics and things like that before bed. Uh, studies show that if you are exposed to a lot of blue light, it can kind of decrease your melatonin production and it can make it a lot harder to go to sleep and have a good night, uh, good night's rest. All right. So make sure you're if you're watching TV, um, reading on an iPad, looking at your phone, checking messages, whatever it is, you've got some blue light blocking glasses on. Uh, and if you're not an electronics person, that's even better. Don't have any electronics before bed, okay? And then on top of that, try not to eat too close to bedtime, all right? I would say at the very, very um, latest, you know, an hour before bed, if you can eat your last meal or snack before that, even better. When you're going to bed with a full stomach, your body is trying to digest, it can negatively impact sleep. And then make sure your bed or your room, I should say, is a, a sleep haven. Okay, it's dark. It's a freaking cave in there. Your body knows as soon as it enters that room, it is time to sleep. Uh, and make sure it's cool. If it's too hot, you're, you're, you probably won't sleep as well. It's been shown that we usually tend to do better sleeping in a really cool environment. All right, so uh, that's the next one you guys need to be taking care of is sleep. Next, continue to work out and train. Uh, So don't stop exercising. Uh, Continue getting your steps in. Uh, Even if you're told, don't go outside. It's horrible. The virus is right out there. Get some steps in, you know, go walking. Having that regular movement is going to help keep your body regulated, okay? When you get lazy and you turn into a bum and you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix for eight hours a day eating Pringles, your immune system is going to be severely compromised, all right? So to continue to work out, continue to train. Now, obviously, when you're at the gym, you know, take care of your basic hygiene and things like that. If you don't uh, have a gym that's open, if your gym closed for this whole coronavirus thing, there's an article that I put about put out about how to work out at home. uh, And just to put it in a summary, uh, just get a set of bands, order a set of bands off Amazon and you can do pretty much any uh, exercise you can find in the gym with a set of bands, whether it's rows, a press, push-ups, um, squats, lunges, things like that. You can add some resistance with bands uh, and you'll be able to maintain your progress that way. So make sure you continue to work out uh, and train and get your steps in. All right. Next would be uh, you know, the next few things we have going here are more of like, uh, you know, they're supplements, um, but they're things that are like the icing on the cake. When you have the foundations taken care of this, this gives you an extra boost, but when you don't have the foundation and the basics, this stuff isn't going to make a difference. Um, uh, pretty much at all. Okay. So the next one is going to be taking a multivitamin. So if, uh, you know, I usually recommend that people do that just because the way we eat nowadays, it's very hard to get, um, every single one of the micronutrients that you need in and enough of it and you know multivitamins for the most part are pretty much are pretty safe uh, so I always recommend people take a multivitamin I take one um, you can start taking one now obviously the more consistent you are with it the better it's going to work because your body is regularly being exposed to those vitamins and minerals uh, that it needs but again remember um, we we were not created we when we were designed and created we we didn't we weren't born into, we weren't put into a world um, that has supplements and multivitamins. We were put into a world that has food, has fruits, it has vegetables. So our body is going to do best with the vitamins and minerals that we get from whole natural foods. Uh, and then once you have that covered, the things like multivitamins, Uh, and such can give you a little bit of an, uh, an extra boost if needed. Okay. But if you're not taking care of the basics, don't rely on the supplements. All right. So multivitamin is going to be that next one, making sure your immune system has all the vitamins and nutrients it needs to thrive. All right. After that, more specifically vitamin C. Now this is the, the typical praised vitamin when it comes to the immune system. I think it's a little overhyped. Uh, most of the studies that we have seen show that when we take like pretty high doses, higher doses of vitamin C, then it starts to be pretty effective. Um, other than that, it's nothing crazy when it comes to uh, enhancing your your immune system. Basic, you know, good nutrition and uh, uh, good hydration, good sleep is going to do a lot more than vitamin C will. Okay, so. Uh, When you have, like I said, when you have those things taken care of, uh, you can get some vitamin C, um, as far as where you're getting vitamin C from, you know, try, try to get them from your, uh, uh, whole foods. Obviously there are supplement forms you can get it from. It's probably in your multivitamin. Um, but vitamin C, you know, it it can be good. I don't want to bash it and make it seem like, you're probably better off without it. Uh, you know, we it can uh, at, at times help production of white blood cells, uh, which is really good. You know, it's never just guaranteed. And we obviously can't say if you take this supplement is guaranteed to do this. Um, but as an added benefit, you can definitely do that. You can find things like emergency. Um, you can find, you know, supplement brands that make immunity products. And these usually have plenty of uh, vitamin C in there. Okay. Uh, and then the next after that is going to be vitamin D. So this is one that I think is extremely underrated. Um, but vitamin D supplements can help a ton. Uh, so I guess I just getting vitamin D. So, uh, your vitamin D that can come from sunlight. There's obviously vitamin D in food and things like that. So that's going to be uh, extremely important. Uh, it's been shown to have a huge, um, uh, boosts, or I guess should say, it, it reduces depression uh, a lot. And being in a positive and happy, joyful mindset can actually help your body's overall health, especially when it comes to your immune system and fighting things off. Um, mind kind of turns into matter and that's just the reality of the way we were created and it's a beautiful thing so we got to make sure that we're keeping ourselves in the right headspace. Uh, so getting plenty of vitamin d in you know in your multivitamin or you can get an extra supplement that has just vitamin d make sure you talk to your doctor about all of this too like i'm not a freaking doctor so i can't be like you need to take this much vitamin d these are all just recommendations okay if you want to take vitamin d vitamin c a multivitamin talk to your doctor and ask them what they think about you know how much you need um, and what type of form and things like that, but even just going out in the sunlight, getting some steps in, exposing your skin to some sun will will increase your vitamin D a lot. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the vitamin D. Um, oh, other than the supplements, you can uh, the foods that you can get them in. Um, obviously, like. Uh, animal products, so fish is a big one, like salmon, there's quite a bit of vitamin D, and uh, salmon, things like shrimp, there's some vitamin D, milk has a lot of vitamin D, so that's a huge one, um, if you're not a dairy person, you know, that's a bummer, um, uh, there's also some in yogurt and then orange juice is more known for vitamin C, but there's some vitamin D in there uh, and egg yolks too. Um, so those are some really good sources of vitamin D. Make sure you include those in your diet if you're not already. After vitamin D, let's talk about one that is rarely discussed and that is elderberry. So elderberry is um, is it can be a huge help when it comes to viruses. So it's been shown so these are just berries they kind of look like these dark berries that grow on these trees bushes whatever you want to call them um and one of the reasons that they have been so popularized when it comes to fighting off viruses is because they have like this they they i don't i'm not a scientist or like a huge chemistry or cell person but best way i can describe it is um they can like defend and help really fight the early stages of, of an infection. Um, because they, they block the, like the, the big key proteins from viruses. So the proteins that are responsible for like coming into the host, attaching to the host and spreading elderberries have a really direct effect on fighting off those, those proteins, uh, which can be huge, especially when it comes to preventing, um, infection or a a virus or something like that, getting near you or in you. Um, And so what I, I just picked up some elderberry today. Usually you won't find just pure elderberry syrup. Uh, it's, it's, you might have to go to like natural grocers or something like that, but there are plenty of products that are made with elderberry. Uh, and so one I grabbed today was, it's like this little honey packet and it has a ton of vitamins and minerals in there. Um, like elderberry, vitamin D, vitamin C, and then it's got some local honey in there too. And it's like a, basically like this little pouch and you eat that there. Um, and it also has zinc, which we will talk about. Uh, but Elderberry is a great product to help block those proteins that come from viruses that try to basically attach to you as a host and spread like wildfire. Okay, so um, if you can find some sort of product with elderberry, I definitely recommend that. Uh, After that, zinc is going to be another one that can be helpful when it comes to trying to fight um, any sort of flu or cold or anything like that. So unlike a vitamin, zinc is a, is a mineral um, and it can really help keep your immune system strong. So it's usually, I mean, zinc deficiencies are somewhat frequent. It's not crazy um, because most of the stuff that we eat has uh, plenty of zinc in it. Now, how much zinc do you need? Talk to your doctor. Uh, usually I don't recommend a ton of it, like taking zinc directly. There'll There'll be things like zinc lozenges, and that has a butt ton of zinc, Um, sometimes if someone has a very high zinc diet and then they have something like that and they're getting exposed to a ton of zinc, that can offset other things and can lead to other nutrient um, or mineral deficiencies in the body, okay? So that's not a good thing. So usually what I recommend is some sort of immunity supplement that has zinc in it, uh, but it's not pure zinc, okay? But if you wanna know how much you should be having Talk to your daughter, do- your, your daughter, your doctor, uh, and they should give you a pretty good recommendation on the zinc. But good sources of zinc, as far as food goes, um, any sort of like meat. So red meat is a huge source of. Um, of zinc, uh, chicken, things like that. Uh, some whole grains have zinc, beans, nuts. Uh, but I'm pretty sure you might have to fact check me on this one, but I'm pretty sure you're going to get the most from uh, red meat. So if you're not eating red meat, it could be time to include some red meat in your diet to get some zinc in there. But again, make sure you're not going hard on it. Talk to your doctor. Uh, if you have too much, you could be uh, at risk for some other deficiencies. So uh, lastly, I think that's 9. Now we're getting to 10, I believe. Uh, I haven't really been counting. Oh, well. So the last one is um, a little different. It's not a supplement. It is not a... um it's not any sort of thing you consume, but it's rather something you expose your body to, and that's a hot-cold contrast. So this can come from the sauna and something like an ice bath or a cold shower. So if you haven't heard of this before, uh, co- contrasting your body's like temperature from really hot to really cold and going back and forth can have a, a pretty big like boosting effect uh, on the immune system. So with the hot, you know, viruses and like bacteria, they don't do well and can't really survive in like high heat. So that's why you like get a fever when you're sick because your body is trying to quote unquote, this is a bad word to use, but burn away those, you know, uh, those bad, uh, viruses and bacteria that is in your body. So that's why you get a fever. So sitting in the sauna can kind of emulate that uh, that high heat that comes in your body and help kind of kill off uh, those bad things that are trying to take over your whole entire body. Um, and then as far as the cold goes, like I said, that can be, be a, a cold shower, it can be an ice bath. Uh, it could be something like that, but that contrast can kind of increase uh, it actually has been shown to increase white blood cell uh, count, which is huge when it comes to fighting off stuff that is not good for us. Uh, it can give us a big immunity boost. Now this again, this is only you know shown with with cases and people that do this consistently. You can't just do it once and be like, my immune system's badass now. You kind of have to do it consistently. Uh, and then you might be able to start see start seeing those effects. So, uh, something you can do, like something that I do at the gym is I'll go in the sauna and then I'll go in the cold shower and then back and forth. Now I'm, I'm not crazy about this cause I already take, you know, I already take care of the basics and on top of workout, stretching, stuff like that, going to the sauna and then cold shower for another 15, 20 minutes. I just, I'm not doing it. Um, but I have done it consistently for a couple weeks. I can't say that I noticed any benefit because I didn't get sick. You know, I I wasn't sick two weeks before that either. Um, but the research is pretty conclusive that hot, cold contrast can help a lot. So if you've got a sauna at home or a sauna at your gym, you can go in the sauna for uh, an extended period of time, hop out, take a cold shower, come back and repeat. Now, as far as how much you should expose yourself to usually what's recommended is anywhere from like 10 to 20 minutes per session with the sauna. Um, that is, uh, again, that is something you need to talk to your doctor about. They're going to know a lot more about that and they're more qualified to tell you what, me, what might be best for you. But I always recommend just starting on the very, very low end, exposing yourself to that uh, lower timeline. And then as your body gets used to it, slowly go more and more and more. So those are general recommendations. All right. So hot, cold contrast potentially can increase white blood cell count, which will help you and your immune system fighting off any sort of bacteria, viruses, infections, things like that. Um, so that's it. Those are your 10 things you can do to help your body fight off uh, the coronavirus. Uh, Like I said, I am not a doctor. I am just a fitness professional um, and a nutrition uh, coach. So make sure if you have specific questions about you yourself and what your body needs, you go to your physician and ask them uh, what you need. Okay, They're going to be able to help you uh, a little bit more and legally give you good good, uh, answers. Okay. So uh, if you enjoy this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know what they can do to help fight the coronavirus. Uh, And then if you have a question that you would like to have answered on this show, you can find me on Instagram, adam__pullmanfit is my handle, and you can ask all of your questions in my uh, story every single Sunday. There'll be a box in there that says, ask me a question. And then lastly, if you want more free content, like guides, articles, eBooks on fat loss, muscle building, building a faster metabolism, all of that good stuff, you can download all of it for free at pullmanfitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free.